Hello there, friend. Welcome back to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. So before we get into this episode, I got a question for you. How often do you ask yourself, where the hell is my money going? Okay, look, a lot of us, that runs in a constant loop in our mind. And it's time to take your first step towards financial empowerment. So I wanted to give you a free resource that is going to help you do just that. I wanna give you Assess Your Situation, which is the first module in my course, as well as your guide to figuring out where the fuck your money is actually going. Sorry if you have kids in the car. So this is gonna be a free guide that I've created to help you break the loops, providing you with tools to assess your current financial situation. You don't even have to break out the calculator and to help you gain awareness about what you actually need to start making those money moves where it truly matters. So go ahead and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the show notes and snag it. The link is down there um, and enjoy this episode. Let me know how assessing your situation goes. Thanks friends. You're listening to Backroom Beauty Talks, a real, raw, and unedited podcast for hairstylists. Here, we dive deep into topics that go far beyond the chair. I'm your host, Misty Jane, and I'm a money coach for stylists who want more out of their lives. I help you enhance your mindset around money, get out of debt, and create a life of peace. I'm on a mission to normalize the wealthy stylist while creating a safe space to be perfectly imperfect. Want to join me? You're in the right place. Hi there, friends. Welcome back to Backroom Beauty Talks. Man, this episode is coming out on the closing day of the Independent Beauty Pros Solopreneur to CEO event. And although I am recording it a week prior, um, I know that I'm going to be in my feels. And it's kind of got me thinking a little bit about where I was gosh, five, six years ago compared to where I am now. Um, This event is exciting for me as it is my first, um, well, it's my first speaking event. I've done lots of classes. Um, I have done lots of things by myself. I have yet to be in front of a group of people um, and next to my peers, right? Like standing next to speakers that I've looked up to and that have helped me or inspired me get to where I am today. So um, definitely if this episode, if you're listening to this episode, hop over to my Instagram page and see how everything went because um, I already know it probably went fantastic. But it got me thinking a little bit about getting my financial shit together, right? So there was a lot of things that happened that I did not expect. And I want to tell you the three things, um, well, that I didn't expect when I got my financial shit together. Um, So if you are new around here, um, if you do not know my full story, I will make this brief. But back in 2016, my husband and I lived in a small townhouse and I was a busy stylist um, in a commissioned salon. I had just had a baby. I was about to be 30. And I realized that um, we were in a circle of stress, right, when it came to finances. So I couldn't work anymore. I was already completely exhausted. I had a brand new baby. And we always felt broke. Like, in always. Like, There was always times when we would, oh, you want to go on vacation? Sure. We'd throw it on a credit card. We'd go on vacation, but we'd come home and we'd be like, fuck, now we got to pay for it. 
fuck, we'll never be able to move out of this house. Fuck, like all of the things, right? Like we were definitely living for the instant gratification and not thinking about our future. There was this particular neighborhood that we used to drive through all the time. It was my husband and I grew up in Virginia Beach, Virginia. So we grew up in um, the same zip code pretty much our entire lives. And there was always this neighborhood that our friends where the, you know, the parents had more money than us lived in. And we would drive through this neighborhood and we would just always say like we picked the wrong careers. Like we had this limiting belief that we would never, ever be able to live in this neighborhood because of the way we grew up or because we chose, um, you know, to be hairstylists. Uh, well, he's not a hairstylist. That would actually be really funny. <laughs> um, but we didn't choose to go to college. Like that was always my thing, right? Like I didn't go to college, so I can't have nice things. Um, I'm just a hairstylist, so I can't you know, I'll never be able to go on big fancy vacations and never be able to live in this neighborhood. And one day, I don't even know what happened one day. I was like, enough is enough. I don't want to do this anymore. Like we make good money. Like why do we feel this way? Our money was running out before the month ended. And I just never understood what was going on. And so I decided that I wanted to get our financial shit together. And we cut up our credit cards and we decided we were going to get out of debt. We started doing the debt snowball. We started going to the grocery store with cash in our hand. Um, we started paying attention to our spending. We started budgeting, you know, spending plan, whatever you want to call it. Um, and we realized very quickly that we were, in fact, gaining control of our money, right? So doing it this way in three months, we were like, wow, we have a lot more money than we thought. We were just wasting it. We were spending 800, minimum $800 a month going out to eat and didn't even realize it. I was buying Lululemon like it was going out of style, okay? Like, and I always thought I was broke. But when in reality, we had all this money. It just wasn't going to our long-term goals, right? So what we realized within the first three months is that, wow, we have more money than we thought. That's cool. We started gaining control of our money, but we were literally not going out to eat. We were walking through the grocery store with an envelope of cash. Essentially, we were doing the Dave Ramsey's um, total money makeover, right? And we realized very quickly that we would never succeed if we continued down this path. So what we did is we decided to do it our own way. And we did. We modified things where we could still go out to eat from time to time. We could still buy things for ourselves from time to time. We went on vacation during this time um, that we funded fully with cash. Um, we basically we basically created the framework that I now teach people. And we got ourselves out of debt exactly two years to the date, literally two years to the date, which I literally, I can't, still can't even believe it because you can't even make this shit up. To the date that we cut up our credit cards, we paid off our last car payment. So we were credit card and car payment debt. Like that's what we had. So first we paid off our credit cards. Then we paid off our car payments. And honestly, we could have paid it all. It was $48,000 in debt. Took us two years to pay off. We could have paid it off faster. But we chose to do it our own way, and we were happy with that. 
Why? Because again, if we would have restricted ourselves for two full years, or I don't know, maybe we would have paid it off in one year. Um, if we would, would have restricted ourselves, we would have never finished. So just throwing that out there. Um, we found a way to get our financial shit together. And six months, I believe it was six months later, we bought a house in that neighborhood that we never thought we could live in. I'm recording this in that house right now. We have made it through one income during a pandemic, me quitting doing hair for 10 months um, and starting this new business, um, this coaching business that I absolutely love that I'm now you know, two years into. And none of that, none of that would have been possible if we did not get our financial shit together. And the fact that we can even live in this neighborhood on one income for any period of time, let alone an entire year, blows my mind. And why? Because we got our financial shit together in a way that worked for us. We are young. I am a creative. I cannot restrict myself to a point where I cannot do the things that I love. I cannot do it. My husband cannot do it. We like food. We like people. We like doing things. (laughs) We would have never made it if it wasn't for building out this framework. So I want to talk about the three things that I didn't expect when I got my financial shit together. And I'm not including the fact that we were able to buy this house so quickly. But anyway, that's for a different conversation. So number one, I gained confidence in my own decisions. I heard a quote today. If you want to have confidence in yourself, you have to keep the promises that you make to yourself. And that right there is exactly what we did. When we said we are going to get out of debt, we are going to create a better life for our family, we kept that promise. We took the action every single day to keep that promise to ourselves. And what happened was we trusted our decisions. I remember back in the day before we got our financial shit together, constantly thinking that we didn't know how to make good decisions, right? Like we were just, oh, we were basically older teenagers that just did what we wanted when we felt like it. And a lot of times those aren't, that doesn't always lead to the greatest things, right? Um, I had a lot of fun when I was a teenager. That's all I'm going to say on this podcast. But (laughs) um, so what happened is I actually ended up going out on my own. I left my commission salon. I went and got a suite and became an independent stylist. Um, You know, it it was something that I never thought I wanted. And, And when I realized that I was able to create this new this new way of being, I was able to change in this way, I looked at myself as an entrepreneur for the first time. And I mean, I was in the business, I was in a commission salon for 14 years. I always said I didn't want to own my own place. I didn't want to do my own thing. But when I got my financial shit together, I was like so proud of myself. I was so proud of what I was able to do that I realized that I was able to do even more. And within my first year, I had my six figure, my first six figure business. And it was all because I took the steps to change my personal life, to change my relationship with money. So that right there was, I mean, that in itself, gaining confidence in my own decisions was one of the biggest wins. Number two, I was able to speed up my long-term goals. 
So 2020 hits, right? I knew I had already been dabbling a little bit in, um, I was doing local meetups for stylists. I wanted to create a community. I wanted to educate. I just wasn't really sure what route I wanted to take. So I was just kind of um, posting on social media, you know, things that I knew, things that I learned being behind the chair for so long and all of that. Um, But what was cool is when you are able to control your money, Money no longer stops you from doing the things that you want to do. Money actually is the very thing that is going to open up opportunities for you. So when you know how to control it, you know how to manipulate it to do what you need to do. So for me, I had a five-year plan when 2020 hit. In five years, I wanted to no longer do hair and I wanted to be an educator. Well, it is two years, not five, okay, (laughs) sped up by three years, I guess, two years, um, I stopped doing hair for 10 months in September of 2020 and went all in on this coaching business. Now, why was I able to do that? It is not because I had an influx of money. Not at all. I did not. I had a little bit of savings, enough to get me through. But what we did is we sat down and we said, look, We just spent the last three months of the pandemic where my business got shut down with one income. If we can do it for three months, we can do it for longer and we can take the risk of me starting this new business. So we controlled our money in a way that I was able to stop doing hair to start this new business. Now I do, I went back behind the chair 10 months later for one day a week. That's it, one day a week, not for financial reasons, but because my hands are bored and I missed my people, okay? And let me just tell you, by the way, I've been doing that now for a year. Doing hair because you want to is way different than doing hair because you have to. And I highly, highly, highly recommend getting to that point in your life. So number one, I gained confidence in my own decisions. Number two, I was able to speed up my long-term goals. Number three, what I thought I was capable of expanded. Now, this one is really, really important. Let's go back to the beginning of my story when I said that I drove around this neighborhood and thought I could never live there because I didn't go to college. I thought I could never live there because I made the wrong life choices. I literally thought that I couldn't live here because I was a bad teenager and I partied too much. But here's what we forget. We forget that at any point in time, we can change our story. At any point in time, you can go from having a tiny little, little, gosh, I wish that I could just take one day off to going, man, I can't wait till I can spend two weeks on vacation in somewhere beautiful. I realized that me and my husband, or just me alone, because I mean, I can do some pretty amazing things by myself as well. But what we are capable of is endless, endless. I would have never, ever, ever felt that way if I didn't start getting my financial shit together and building my confidence in myself and trusting myself. You know what's wild? We used to drive around and we say we could never live in this neighborhood, right? Now... I ride my bike through the neighborhood. In the very back of the neighborhood, there's like the million dollar houses with the right, right on the water. 
And, you know, when we first moved in here, that's not even an option. Don't even look, look further to the front of the neighborhood where the houses are not as expensive, right? Now, I drive around the back of the neighborhood and I go, one day I'm going to live on the water. And you know what? I know in my heart that it's going to happen. I know that it's going to happen. I no longer look at the things that I want for my life and my family. I no longer look at them as distant dreams. I now look at them as opportunities, something that can actually happen. All I have to do is, one, decide I want to do it. Two, create a plan to make it happen. And three, have a little bit of patience. That's the hardest one, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a patient person. And that's another reason why if I can get my financial shit together, so can you. I love to spend money and I'm not patient. That is like, you know, that it makes makes for a fun, fun little trip on um, becoming financially free. That's for sure. So I'm telling you all of this because I want you to know that it is possible And getting your financial shit together isn't just about having money in your bank. It's not just about having a savings account. It's not about nice things, right? Like this house for me isn't the house. Like if you came to my house, you'd be like, oh, well, this is cool. I mean, it's not that, it's not brand new. It was built in the 60s. But the neighborhood with my son and with our friends right down the street is everything. For me, it's peace. It's security. It's safety, right? It's not about the bi- anything big and fancy and material items. I'm not a big fancy person. And if you're a big fancy person, that's okay too. But why are you a big fancy person? I want you to really think about that. What is the feeling that you're hoping the big fancy things gives you? The house on the water, for me, I want to see a nice sunset. I want the peace of having a glass of wine and sitting on my balcony and looking at a pretty sunset. Like, that's it. That's what I want. (laughs) Simple. I'm very, very simple, okay? (laughs) But in reality, getting your financial shit together is so much more than you can imagine. And as a little bonus thing, I'm now able to teach my son abundance, Rather than growing up the way I did and thinking that things are not affordable and you can never afford them and you need to go to college and you need to save money without anyone ever teaching me how to do those things, my dad was very much a do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do kind of person. You can't learn like that. Children don't learn like that. So getting my financial shit together helped my son, is going to help my son, I mean he's seven, learn something different and see what's possible. It's a generational effect. Even talking to my friends, talking to clients, like it trickles down. Getting your financial shit together trickles down into everything that you do, whether you realize it or not. Why? Because money is such a big stressor. And when you learn how to stop stressing over it and take control of it, your whole life changes. So I'm going to leave you with that. Three things I didn't expect when I got my financial shit together. Number one, I gained confidence in my own decisions. Number two, I was able to speed up my long-term goals. Number three, what I thought I was capable of expanded. If you are in a funk, if you feel like you can never have these big audacious goals and dreams that you have in your head, it is time to seek help. 
okay? I have one-on-one coaching that literally helps you with this. I help you let go of shame. I help you get rid of the overwhelming feeling that you're always going to be in debt, that you're never going to feel secure. I help you release that and learn how to take control of your money so that you can expand, so that you can see what you are capable of, and so that you can gain confidence in your own decisions. I'm going to link my one-on-one application in the bio. Also, do not forget, if you do not already follow me on Instagram at underscore Misty Jane underscore, please do so. Um, I'm constantly giving good uh tips, tricks, motivation, all of the things when it comes to getting your money right. So once again, thank you so much for listening. Um, If you liked this episode, please, please screenshot it, post it on the gram, all of the things, shoot it to a friend, because I know somebody needs to hear this. Maybe you needed to hear it. Maybe you know someone that needs to hear it. It's time to get your financial shit together, my friends. Once again, thank you so much for listening to Backroom Beauty Talks. If you like what you hear, screenshot this episode, post it on the gram, tag me at Misty Jane or tag the podcast at Backroom Beauty Talks, and I will talk with you on the next one.